What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. What's up, guys? Welcome to this episode of Behind the Bum. I know I asked you guys, what did you want to hear on this podcast? And you guys gave me a ridiculous amount of questions. And I'll be honest with you, some of them were like, what the fuck? (laughs) So I was like, I don't know who I want to invite on who's going to like answer these with me. That's like not going to make it weird. So I figured, Nico, you would be great at this. Thank you so much. I feel privileged. (laughs) I don't know if that's an honor or alarming. This first one, just like right from the beginning, I was like, oh, um, okay. I'm not going to lie. I, I got a bit like nervous when you said, look, the questions are a bit a lot. And I was like, okay, let's just like go with it and see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we can choose to answer them however we want. I mean, if you, if you have a story or two that you need to get off your chest, that gives a great example, you know, feel free. <laughs> nervous. Um, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, well, usually, it's so funny because I, even I did like a Q&A question on my Instagram and stuff. When it comes to sexual stuff, I usually try to make it funny so it, I don't answer properly the question. But for some reason, with you, it just always happens that I answer the question. <laughs> well, because we're friends, so I was like, it's like you forget that this is gonna be public knowledge, and then we just talk, and then you're like, oh shit, everybody knows that now. <laughs> so guys, if you want to hear some sex stories about me, which I never talk about, this is the podcast, basically. Where this this is where you find it. Exactly. Or if you somehow hop into our WhatsApp phone calls late at night, you can probably hear some horrible, horrible <laughs> things. <laughs> or that, exactly, or that. <laughs> All right, well, here's the first one. Am I tight or am I loose? And how can I tell the difference? So. I mean, I mean, there is, there is, I think that, that, I often I often talk about it with my friends as well because it's that thing that sometimes you get not nervous but you 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 do worry about it as well. It's the same as like with when it comes to sizes size dick sizes and stuff. People often get nervous about it or have like some sort of paranoia because you think about it and it's not something that people talk about because everybody's so ashamed about it. When I'm like, no, it should be something that should be talked about. If that makes sense. So let me ask you this, because I've never felt self-conscious about feeling loose. Yeah. Is that weird? No, that's not That's not weird at all. I feel like if anything, I might be like too tight, especially after all this bullshit. I mean, I know you've got, you've been thriving, you are fine. Like I have not had sex in 2021, okay? We're on three months. Oh, wow. Okay. Your jaw hit the floor for anybody who can't <laughs> see this. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, my, my best friend and I, we sometimes talk about it. And for me, it's the other way around. Though. So if I had a long break, I feel like I'm looser because I'm so wanting to do it. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm so like gagging for like it. You're, you're ready for the D. Exactly. Well, like if I, if I do it more often, it's not as loose if that makes sense because it's i don't know that's me and my friend we often we sometimes talk about it so it's like the opposite basically of what you would think it is in my opinion well mate i feel like when you are like really really horny or you're really into a guy obviously you're going to be naturally more relaxed because your body like is fiending for it like you want it right 
That's what but I then when you might just like meet somebody on command, you might be more like, oh, like I just did this three days ago. Like I'm not really into it, but I guess he's kind of cute. So I guess I'm going to do it. You might be more tensed up. Yes, true. That's what And like. if anybody's wondering, as this guy did, he said, can you tell the difference? Honestly, I think I can tell the difference. I do think as well that it's it's a muscle thing as well. I mean, the bum is just a muscle. And for most dancers, I think, is like we train, we constantly need to use our bum muscles to do turnout, to do jumps, to like, so it's just constantly engaged and tight. I don't know. I'm doing hand gestures here, guys, to like kind of explain what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but it is, and it is actually just a muscle. So I guess you can train it. Like, well, your I feel like it's like think of it this way: it's muscle memory, right? So if yes. it's going in and out, your body's going to remember that feeling. Like you're going to be, I'm sure, as, if you're in a normal relationship, it probably feels looser because there's no dick variation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like if I had a six-inch dick on a Monday. And then I had an eight-inch dick on a Wednesday. He's gonna be like, "Wow, dude, you're so tight," because it hasn't like you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a doctor here, people. I don't fucking know. Hope that answers that question. From feeling wise, I just like that's my yeah. <laughs> I can't stand you. I can't believe I'm talking about this, but yeah. <laughs> Next question, just getting even deeper. Have you ever hit the G spot slash prostate milking? First off, let me just say the term prostate milking makes me want to shoot myself. Like, I think it is such a gross word. <laughs> like, I mean, better than shitteris because that's still, for me, it's the worst thing ever to say that. What's the word? Shitteris. Because one of my friends, he came into, so we are, we are a group of three. And one of my friends, he came to to me and my best friend, and he was actually like, oh my gosh, guys, I just hooked up with a guy last night, and he told me he wants to do my shitteris. I was like, Ooh. oh. <laughs> I was like, that is absolutely disgusting. That's so gross. Yeah, so since then, we always call it like shitteris, so this is like our thing right now that we always say, but yeah. If I was hooking up with someone and they said, fuck my shitteris, I'd probably shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So if you're like tickling the prostate or whatever that one was it's not too horrible well it wasn't tickling the prostate it was called prostate milking milk. prostate milking is it then you touch it so hard that you come from it? you come yeah it's like basically like you're a cow that they and you sprayed everywhere you know so to answer the question though have you ever had your g-spot hit I would say probably, but also probably not because I've never come hands-free. And I feel like if like somebody really, really knew what they were doing and like hit the right spot, I'd probably come hands-free, which would mean you hit the G spot, right? Oh yeah. I've, I've done it a few times. I've done it a few times. It's the way, it's also the way you angle yourself. You, you put your, your arch, your kind of your back. You feel it though. I feel it when that, when that happens. If that makes sense. Like you feel like, oh, he's in the right spot. I can, yeah. When And also when it when it hits the G spot, it's often too, it's too much for me to take in. If that makes sense. I can't, I can't have that hitting all the time because it, it takes like my, my breath away. If that makes sense. 
Okay, so no one's ever done that to me then. (laughs) 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 Thank you for confirming this for me. (laughs) We need to change it. But also, I'm so sensitive, though. I'm super sensitive. I'm my whole body is like sensitive, and I have these like weird. I call them G spots on my body that when they get licked or touched or whatever, it's just like it, it's like orgasms all over my body. It's really strange. A lot of well, good thing we've never met before. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to find you someone that's gonna hit your G spot, so I'm gonna make that as my mission. <laughs> okay, we do a whole whole tutorial. Yes. Um, <laughs> Okay, so this is an advice thing somebody asked. Someone said, I decided to get back together with my ex because I love him, although we initially broke up because he cheated on me. What would you do? Been there, done that, and it's never turned out great. My last boyfriend, he cheated on me multiple times, but he broke up with me three times and then always kept crawling back so then I came back to him because I let him and how did that work out for you it didn't work out well I mean we're still messaging now and stuff and even now like he would love to have me back and the thing is for me it it sometimes I do believe like the last time we got back together I needed that to find closure for myself because we ended in such bad terms, it was so horrible that all I felt was hate against him. And then we kind of found ourselves back together and it gave me, it made me realize, okay, I do really like him. He's a good guy. He's just lost a little bit and doesn't know what he wants, if he wants a relationship or to be single. But he generally is a really sweet guy, actually, hence why I always came back to him. So in my head, I felt like, I needed perhaps that to find closure for myself and to be able to close that chapter and move on because otherwise I would have just felt all the hate that I have against him when he broke up the second time with me. But I mean, I, I definitely see what you're saying, but I guess it's more like you have to go into it knowing it's for you and not like, Oh my God, he loves me. We're getting back together that we're going to get married. You know what I mean? Like go into it with the proper mindset. And also it's, People do mistakes. People do mistakes. Mistakes happen. And it's the most important thing is communication. And if he learned from it, he might have changed. He might learn from it. He might have had that experience to then go, oh my gosh, I completely messed up and I shouldn't have done this. And I'm truly sorry. And I want to be back with you. I want you. And I am going to change it. I am going to change it because I've come, I've realized that that was wrong. Then it's fine to go back. But if he goes, okay, I want to go back with you. You're so beautiful and I love you. And then he goes back and straight away, straight away after like two months, he's like, Ooh, penis. Do you know what I mean? Then it's like, dude, you have not learned anything. I know, but it's so tough to say though, because it's like, I feel like the minute you let your guard down, you're screwed again. Yeah. And that's the unfortunate part. You need to have, you need to have that mindset that that can happen and that you need to go see. Not, yeah, slow into it and make sure that he's changed and don't let don't let your guard open and just be like, okay, it's all going to be perfect from now on. Do you know what I mean? I think, I guess. I bad. hear you, but I would not do it. <laughs> <laughs> like I get it. Like, it's not like I don't understand what you're saying. It's more just like, I would not 
do what you're saying to do. <laughs> it's so difficult because sometimes I do believe that, especially in the gay world, that we often give up too easily on relationships because there's just so much out there. And that's what I always try to think that sometimes, sometimes, it's not always, in the gay world, we need to fight a little bit more for relationships instead of going, oh, okay, next, because there's obviously 3,000 other guys out there that are messaging me right now and that want to hook up with me, so it's easy for me to find someone else. Instead of going, you know what, there is a problem. He said he's sorry, we messed up, let's try to work this out. Do you know what I mean? Rather than just being like, meh, next. Like you need to give things more of a chance. I think so. It gives things more of a chance if it's meant in a, in a mature and adult way, which often also isn't the case. So It's usually not the case. <laughs> <laughs> but it's this so segues cool. into the next thing I want to bring up, though, because somebody asked, do you think it's a bad idea to start a relationship this close to like the world reopening? And to be honest with you, I know this sounds really bad, but I know people who are currently settling right now because they were like, you know what? Like, I can't meet other people. We can't really go out and do all these things. So like they're in these relationships. But I feel like when the world reopens, there's going to be this big like sexual crazy party explosion that like everyone's just going to be like hooking up with everyone. They're like, I'm sure a lot of relationships aren't going to last. So I feel like if this person is being hesitant about even getting into a relationship, I don't see it going well. Yeah, I guess it depends on the mindset. But I had a quarantine boyfriend, for example, as well. So I had a boyfriend for, we said, we call each other quarantine boyfriend. It was more like a three months thing. We knew what, is, what, what it is. <laughs> that was basically it. And we were in a flat together for three months, stuck in London last year when it all closed down for the very, very first time. And then we called each other quarantine boyfriend and we just knew he's going to go back to Italy sometime. I'm going to stay in London. And we enjoyed our, each other's time and wish each other well, if that makes sense. And still today, we constantly chat and stuff and we really like each other. But that was basically it. So it's all... Basically, we were, we, it's all about communication as long as that is like clear. But to have a proper relationship, though, you need to be both in that mindset as well to be like, it's going to open soon. What's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. And if, I mean, I do think it's going to be crazy. <clears throat> I, I guess so. I mean, from, but if you think about it, like Miami and all of that, it's everything is still open there. It's not like anything is closed ever. Okay, but look at the rest of the world. Miami is a fucking <laughs> shit show. Like, Miami is like, the brain cells there, I can't, like, the, it's just, I mean, yeah. you and I were just there. We know. Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, it's, it's, I think in Europe, especially, it's going to, London is going to open soon again as well. Well, things are going to be open again so then you're I mean not gonna lie though even in 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 lockdown though people were still going over to somebody who lives in the building next door do you know what I mean it's still oh, happening. It still went around <laughs> you basically still you still had sex it wasn't like that most people were like okay I'm just gonna be barricading myself into into my apartment and not have sex at all when I don't see anybody so it still happened. I, and, I mean, I, I haven't been in London since five months now, five and a half months. Yeah, when, when are you going back? Like you've been <laughs> hibernating and like avoiding going home for like... 
basically i mean i'm gonna <clears throat> i'm probably gonna head back to london around like june i'm guessing oh so you're like staying for a hot minute yeah basically <laughs> i was like this so this is no time soon like you're got it okay <laughs> <laughs> such, a, such a mess um, okay this question is at what age did eating an ass go from being super gross to super hot um, <laughs> I, question. um <clears throat> I don't know if i ever thought of it as being gross oh i was i was terrified in the beginning it took me a while to have so when i realized i not realized but when i come when i had my first gay experience with 21 it took me a while to have sex and i'm quite a sexual person and i'm i'm <laughs> I was like, I know, baby, I know. <laughs> for me to not have sex for a while, like it, it does kind of like mean a lot. But within the beginning, I just couldn't because I was so terrified. I was so scared because the whole thing about gay sex is also that there's no education about it. There's no way. Where do you learn ever how to have gay sex or whatever? I feel but like. What were you scared about? You were scared to like fart on someone? I, I was scared to. to poo or I was scared to have poo on my dick like it's the, the normal thing so that you have as a yeah your first gay experience I think because you're like I, I I don't understand how this works I mean I do I do understand what you have to do but I don't understand how that can work cleanliness wise and it it took me a while and my first experience I was just so 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 nervous and I was purely top because I also still I just broke up with my girlfriend so I was purely top in the beginning being like super nervous and my first gay experience was actually I was a waiter in a restaurant in Soho and Balance in London and my manager caught me down to the office and yeah so I had a thing with my manager when I, while I was a waiter and that was like my first gay experience he's actually Australian it sounds so, really hot. It sounds like a porno. I was so nervous, though. I remember, like, you know when, like, the first time a, another guy comes up to you and kisses you? And you're like, <gasps> like, it takes, like, your breath away because yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh, like, it's, it's this, I don't know if I can do this. This is not right. I'm not supposed to do this. Do you know what I mean? All these things. That, I felt that way about dancing with a guy. Like, when I first, like, grinded on the guy, I was like, oh, so this is, like, why guys like dance with girls because the, like it's like that whole emotion behind it i never felt before and like now when you dance with a guy it was like whoa like you like actually feel their dick this is what women have been looking for this whole time when they were grinding on my belt buckle like <laughs> <laughs> it's also weird because i felt more nervous being 21 and a grown-up kissing a guy than i felt i don't know when being 13 or whatever kissing a girl it was for me it was more nerve-wracking to be with a guy even though i was already an adult it just well it's me. like you're going through your teenage phase years in your 20s yeah. because it's we're like, like i was doing something wrong and dangerous which in a way turned me on but at the same time i was like i shouldn't do this it makes it hotter yeah yeah, it kind of makes it hot vibes. I will say though, one thing I still like, I love butts, like hot, got it. One thing I still cannot get past is if a dick is inside of me. 
and then you think I'm gonna like you're gonna like finish in my mouth like I don't do that oh no I'm fine with that <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have more problem with felching I think that's the thing that I would struggle with but otherwise felching felching what is that word oh my gosh <laughs> you have to tell me i don't even know what this is it's when he comes in your bum then sucks it out and spits it back into your mouth oh yeah <laughs> that's, when I, that's when i usually go like <laughs> and you know when he's like trying to be like oh sexual and stuff and like i'm like oh my gosh i don't know how to get out of this right now and then you're like mm-hmm, turning kind of like your head away like shy. i've never experienced that in my life okay <laughs> I took an awkward pause. People are probably like listening to this being like, is the audio working? Because I just like really don't know what to say to that right now. <laughs> like I'm, I have images happening in my head. I'm trying to comprehend it. I'm like, okay. Um <laughs> I never ever tell my mom about this podcast, by the way. <laughs> She's not allowed to listen to it. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, you're... okay, I don't even know how to segue into the next one. But we're going to leave that topic. So if anybody understands or wants to know the word, we all got an education. We just completely swiddled off the question. But yeah, next. <laughs> um, okay, this is not sexual at all. Someone asked, how do you feel about people bashing others about getting vaccinated? vaccinated and some i mean everybody needs to get vaccinated yeah so this is this is what i would say i think i think it's rude as fuck (laughs) i think i've seen messages of people like for example my friend alex he's had like numerous open heart surgeries like scar down his chest whatever right and obviously we are late 20s and he gets a message saying, Hey, do you mind if I ask what makes you um, able to get the vaccine? Like, first off, like, then he has to it. Like, why? Because that's not anybody's business, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody needs to be showing their medical records, being like, Guys, I got the vaccine. Here's my proof. Here's why I got it. Like, if you have access to get this fucking thing, get the vaccine. Like, you're all, everyone's going to get it in the next couple months. So this whole like bashing thing or people being like, oh, I don't want to post. I got it because everyone's going to come for me is ridiculous and everyone needs to get over it. I think if I I posted it, for example, as well, because I want, I want, I hope that I can, I, I, that, so that, I don't know, how can I say this? <clears throat> I, I posted my picture also for, for hope, also for that, that I want to, people to know that I support the vaccine for myself yeah because i think it's important it's important for for people to get the vaccine so that we can move on and get on with our lives there's a lot of people who are like especially nurses and stuff which like made me a little worried in the beginning because i was like why are you so afraid to get this you know what i mean like they get the flu shot every year for working in hospitals being a nurse but they're like oh i'm not getting that and i'm like why wouldn't you just get it like it's not like something crazy is going to happen to you it's more like hopefully it works but yes there's a chance it's not going to work 
Yeah, I mean, I do know that for there was this conspiracy as well that they're putting a microchip into you and so that they know more stuff about you. And I was like, guys, I have Instagram and Facebook. Like yeah, they, like we have an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, and whenever they, I always have my iPhone as well. And they, whenever I walk around, they will know where I am, basically. They know where you are. They know what you buy. They know, like, you look at your Instagram ads. The exactly. minute I talk about furniture, it somehow pops up on an Instagram ad. No, 100%. It's, I, think it's, I think when it comes to the vaccine, as long as you get it in a legal way, then it shouldn't be bashed, in my opinion. I mean, for example, for me, on this island where I'm at, there's only 40,000 people that live here. So after a week, they already vaccinated all the elderly people and the frontline workers, which means after that, all the younger people were getting basically in line. So basically, nearly the whole island has been vaccinated. So that's why I already had my vaccine as well, because I've been here since like five months and they were like, look, everybody is basically here can get the vaccine. So you just have to let us know when uh, you are yeah. free. So that's why I already got it. Obviously, I wouldn't have gotten it if I would be in London, but because I've been here on this island and there's basically no one, not many people here, I obviously got it as well. But I also... I understand if people get angry because people lied about something. If you lie about to the government and say, look, I am a doctor, even though you're not a doctor, or I'm a frontline worker, even if you're not a frontline worker, and you're taking the vaccine prior to people that might need it, then I understand it. But I also, but I think that would be then in their conscience, conscious mind. They should feel guilty about it, if that makes sense. But I also I do think you, that, But to be honest, at this point, I literally could care less. Like, I'm like, if you want to get it that bad, girl, you do you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to bash you. Just fucking take it. You want to know what's so crazy that I actually, I'm like, obviously, a mental case. Um, when I got the vaccine and she, like, stabbed in my arm, I obviously don't want to watch her stab me. So I, like, looked away. And then I started walking home and I was like, what if she, like, never pushed the syringe in? Like, what if she just, like, stabbed me and then, like, took the syringe home for her mom or something? And I'm, like, secretly not vaccinated right now. Like, isn't that so mentally, like, like, I was sitting here and I was, like, tweaking myself. I was, like, oh, my God, what if I secretly never actually got fully vaccinated? And, like, I think I'm fully vaccinated. But then she really just, like, stabbed me. So I thought I was and she gave it to someone else. Did you feel anything, though? Did you feel any side effects of it? I mean, I just had the same thing as you, like, sore arm. Yeah, and then, like, that was it. Lifted over 90 degrees for, like, half a day. But then it was fine afterwards, but I had that sore arm. Yeah. But, like, uh, symptom-wise, I was normal-ish. I mean, like, I think it was more mental for me because, you know, clearly from this conversation. <laughs> that is a lot. That is a lot. I'm not going to lie. So let's not make this about me anymore. Um, <laughs> Um, okay, this is, I don't know if either one of us will be able to answer this, but tell me if you can. Someone said, have you ever faced workplace discrimination for being the token gay? I mean, being in musical theater, that's not possible. <laughs> yeah, like, I have a tough time answering this because I've never, like, I don't want to say I've never had, like, a real, real job, but, like, I've never been, I don't know. Yeah, I have, I have friends who had issues though as well with it i'm just thinking if i had ever 
no, even during college time, I was always working as a waiter and I was working in London. So being gay is totally, it's totally fine. I think it's different if you live somewhere. Like, for example, my first boyfriend, he was in, um, he was working in a private hospital. So he was basically running parts of the private hospital, the radiology and neurology department. And he always said as well, he can't let me be in the hospital because he doesn't want anybody to know that he's gay. Mm. And he lived in London as well. So for me, it was such a different world because I'm like, I'm, I've been with you now for four years and I still haven't even like seen where you work. And every time I go to his work to pick him up, I have to stand outside the hospital one block away for him to walk there basically. <clears throat> and he just said, because he's obviously like, kind of like the boss or whatever, he doesn't want other people to, I guess, look at him differently just because he's gay and he doesn't he wants i to know some people do get weird in the sense of like a professionalism thing that they don't want people knowing their personal lives so they'd rather like just come off as themselves without knowing their sexual preferences yeah. which like i partially get i guess pending the profession but like it's obviously you and i definitely can i know that he was really uncomfortable with it but then when his girlfriend, when his female friend came um, to visit London, he was bringing her to work. I'm showing her, her around. Mm. So it's difficult because I'm like, but why can I not just be a friend? <laughs> I could just be a friend visiting London and you can just show me around. But it's just that, that mental thing. So I think I do understand that there's still a lot of workplaces that have that issue. And there's, when I was competing at Mr. Gay Germany, Mr. Gay Europe representing Germany. There was one guy, he was um, fighting with his campaign for LGBT rights in workplaces because he didn't live in a city and he said it was really difficult. It's really difficult being gay in some workplaces because people look at you different, people view you differently. So I, I, for me, it's hard for me to answer that because I don't have that experience, but I understand that there is still discrimination out there against gays in the workplace. I feel that. I have to agree with you on that. This one, I don't know where either of us technically stand. Um, someone said, do you think there's a division between rich gays and poor gays? I don't really think people hang out based on that. I can tell you I have friends who can afford to do certain things that other friends cannot. Yes, I would. <clears throat> oh, that's, that's a, it, I definitely think there's a division in the gay community, but I don't think it's because of money. I think it's because of looks. And that's, I think, is a problem. And I think that needs to be changed. But it's often about you want to hang out with the right group of guys to look amazing on pictures to have these like have this amazing instagram all of that like for me it's it's often about looks i would say but i wouldn't well, say you that. and i are selfish bitches we only post ourselves you don't find many of like <laughs> you and i are like look at my clothes <laughs> you and i are just like look at me <laughs> i mean my instagram is purely i would say it's mainly just work 
So I just post some professional pictures, do some selfies, and that's basically it. And if you see my stories, my story is usually where I post like my life and what's going on and stuff. But my pure, my Instagram page, by the way, guys, I'm doing all these hand gestures so that you can't see. So I'm trying to explain yeah. it properly. So Nico is voguing on camera, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my Instagram page itself, I would say is more work. <clears throat> but yeah, back to the question. I don't think it's the only thing I would, think of is with the parties and stuff because they're quite expensive so people might not be able to afford it i i equated to maybe like the traveling aspect maybe like there's like the fire island gaze that somebody didn't pay for a house or something they're like oh i want to go so bad but i can't afford to go for a weekend or something yeah that's what i mean the partying thing so if you go like to a circuit festival if you go to a so there's i guess a certain division but then also some groups oh i hate that saying groups but it kind of is like that some of the gay groups wouldn't even want to go to that because they're like oh, i'm not really that kind of like guy it's 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 very hard to answer that question because i do think that there is definitely a division but i generally don't think that it's because of money differently than it is in a straight world as well yeah i think it's more like you probably hang out with people who have similar interests to you and i say this in the nicest way possible and i hope i don't regret saying this you know that term like misery's company like you surround yourself who like mentally are like similar to you or like whatever so if you surround yourself around people who don't make you want to be better if you will and whether that's financially or mentally or whatever it is you're just surrounding yourself on either a negative or positive mindset you know what i mean like i personally like to surround myself around either older people not saying like sugar daddies but like older people who kind of give me knowledge to like run a business and they give me motivation to want to like be a better jeff that like i can get to this level you know what i mean yeah like that's how i choose to surround myself it's not necessarily uh i avoid people who don't have money or whatever the situation is i think it's i surround myself around people who motivate me to want to be better 100 no i understand that definitely for me it's also like i I wouldn't if somebody would constantly just want to go to parties and would constantly want to go travel to go to a party and spend that, that that much money on the party i would naturally not want to go traveling with that person if that makes sense because it's just it's just not me like i want to go to thailand and i want to go to an elephant sanctuary and to a turtle sanctuary i want to go to to turkey and go on a hot balloon ride in the mountains and i want to go to shit in a desert yes let's go (laughs) (laughs) loads of things i wanted i would love to see rio because i've never ever been to rio but that's not i know that it's like a massive like party place but i don't really have to i mean if i as i said if i would go to rio of course i would go for a night out but i wouldn't go like on a week bender basically i would go for one night out but then i also really want to see a little bit of rio because that's i think it's supposed to be so beautiful and i would love to see it i've never been to south america argentina and rio next place i would love to go as well you've never been to south america at all no never been oh wow you've definitely got some rounds to make baby boy (laughs) Can't wait. <laughs> I speak to a lot of oh my that sounds oh I shouldn't have said that, sorry. 
Oh my gosh, that's the thing again. I speak to you because it's so comfortable. No, um, I, I obviously I, I just have like people that I know in 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 South America who said, <laughs> I have people that I know in South America, and they just showed me off of pictures of their landscape and stuff first, and we're like, oh my gosh, you need to come here. It looks amazing, and it does really look amazing. So I would love to see it sometime. Oh my God, I'm really red right now. So. <laughs> Let's just say you're sunburned. It's okay. <laughs> um, okay, so the last thing somebody asked me was, oh, this isn't even, how's your OnlyFans journey going? This one's so basic. I mean, my OnlyFans journey is going great. Thank you everyone who has subscribed. And if you don't subscribe, I would really appreciate it. Nico, why don't you have one? <laughs> it's so. I mean, I get constantly messages about OnlyFans, and I I actually thought recently for the first time perhaps I should open OnlyFans, just because I have pictures that I know I cannot post on Instagram that are not porn, but they would just be too much for Instagram because I know Instagram has so many like rules and stuff. Like your big balls would just flop in between. <laughs> Definitely not. Because OnlyFans doesn't have the, the gay, not the gay community, but in general, OnlyFans, the problem is the stigma of it is that it's seen as, as porn. And I think that's my issue because it doesn't actually have to be porn. You don't have to put porn on there, but because there's that stigma to it, if I tell someone I have OnlyFans, they would instantly assume that I do porn. And... <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, not dating, but let's just say dating. I'm kind of dating a porn star at the moment. So it's not like that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go against porn or whatsoever. Because I, for me, it really, I don't care if anybody's doing porn. And I think a porn star as well needs to find love. And I'm more into the person or whatever. I don't, you know what I mean? If he's doing porn or not, it doesn't matter to me. But for me, myself, having a certain job, working for having worked for Disney, working for DreamWorks, I I need to be very careful with those kind of things because, yeah, it's just, I, I don't think, even though if I would open OnlyFans but not do porn, I think there would still be that stigma to it that, oh, that's, you, it's kind of more porn, even though it's not, if that makes sense. Well, the stigma is horrible, obviously. I mean, there's no debating that. And I mean... Yeah. I can't wait to explain this off camera to some people after like, I need like two months before I can actually publicly say something, but it's been cool to like go through an experience where they were very like pro having an OnlyFans because they were like, Oh wow, this is like cool gay empowerment. And I was so surprised that somebody was like about it because I do think there's a lot of brands and people that I'm like, why am I getting a negative association because I'm doing something to try to make money. You know what I mean? Like during this time, I'm like, people are really suffering. I know that a lot of dancers, I know a lot of performers started OnlyFans and I'm like, I cannot, who is anybody to judge them? We are in a freaking crisis right now where dancers and performers and the arts is really, really struggling and people are having no money. They don't know how to pay their rent. They don't know how to pay for food. They don't know they're falling through all the cracks so they can't get any money from the government. And so they're starting OnlyFans. I'm like, let them be. Do you know what I mean? Let them, they're not hurting anybody. They're not 
molesting anybody. They're not murdering anybody. They're just literally starting an OnlyFans, and that's it. And that's what I sometimes see about general porn as well, because people have that horrible stigma about it, and are like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe like how dare you are with somebody who's doing porn." I'm like, everybody's watching porn. Yeah, everybody's watching porn. How can you judge? Do you watch porn and then judge that person? Oh my gosh, I can't believe he's doing that. Of course, you're not doing that. It's and just, think about how like you send your nudes for free. You know what I mean? At least I'm getting paid. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you think no one has your dick picture from Grinder that you sent to forty-seven thousand people like all over the world? Like, everyone's nudes are out there. It's just is someone going to leak them to the public? You know? I've never, I've never sent a dick pic. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but yeah, for me, it's, 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 it's. it's stupid it's you shouldn't judge anybody for having only fans i think and you shouldn't judge anybody also for doing porn because they're not hurting anybody and they're just doing the job that just and everybody needs porn as well so if anything you should say thank you because it's giving you entertainment and something to watch and exactly. i know everyone has googled something yes and you should subscribe to mine I mean, Nico, I'm no, I know you've been waiting, but <laughs> I cannot wait to subscribe. To <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So that's all I had for today. Um, Nico, thank you for coming on as always. I always appreciate getting to talk shit with you. <laughs> I hope it was okay and I could answer the questions kind of. Yeah, I feel like we answered every question kind of to the best of our abilities. Yes. Um, so I hope everybody who submitted something got something out of this. Um, and I will be having another episode next Monday. So, my friends, have a great day. Have a great week. Nico, I will text you. And um, thank you, boys. Thank you. Big kisses. Thank you.